What's up, Dunwoody? I'm Matt Weber, and this is the show that's all about Dunwoody. I'm a residential real estate agent using this What's Up Dunwoody platform to help my clients sell their home. When it comes time to sell, your agent's just going to put your home on the MLS and pray that people show up to look at it. I'll get your listing in front of more potential buyers and charge the exact same commission. My co-host is my brother-in-law, Justin Dyke. Justin is founder of PoolDues.com, a back-end billing software for your neighborhood swim and tennis club. If you do belong to a pool in Dunwoody, you've probably used his software to pay your yearly dues or rent the clubhouse. It's all automated and super easy to use. If you're still writing checks to your treasurer and dropping it in their mailbox, please tell your board to hit up pooldues.com. It'll change the way that you do business. Our sponsor is Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. Brett supports the community in many different ways. There's a new Mexican place uh, called Los Hermanos located a few doors down from Village Orthodontics. I'm sure you've probably heard of it by now. Yesterday was their opening day, so I met him up there for lunch. He had already gotten soup there a few hours before that, and then I saw on Facebook that he took his son back there for dinner as well. Two and a half Mexican meals is a lot of Mexican food for one day. That is giving back to your community. Also located in the same shopping center is Porter Brew & Q Brewery, Dunwoody's oldest, Dunwoody's best, and Dunwoody's only brewery. If you're looking for a Dunwoody brewery, it's the only game in town. And with that new revamped menu, Porter is now the best barbecue in the city as well. Go by there and find out why everybody's talking about that new GM, Greg Gordon. And now on to the show. It's census month, and who doesn't want to fill out forms that come in the mail? Probably sounds like a boring show, right? Figured Justin would pretty much just tune this one out right when we sat down. Let me tell you what, though. I've never seen him more engaged in a podcast before. He was even taking notes during the show, which I... I don't think I've ever seen him do that. It was really funny. All kidding aside, though, the census does directly affect Dunwoody, and here's how. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, we're here with Bernita Smith and uh, Jennifer Betcher. We're going to talk about the DeKalb census. This is a pretty big deal because, as the Matt just stole it from me, but uh, for for every person that we count here in DeKalb, the, the, we get $2,314 in federal dollars. How, how can that possibly be true? Well, it's actually the U.S. Census. So this comes from the federal government. It's mandated in the Constitution. Every 10 years, there has to be a count of every person living in the U.S. So Bernita Smith with DeKalb is taking the lead on DeKalb census outreach efforts. And on the city level, I'm part of our Dunwoody Complete Count Committee, and we're really trying to get the word out, help people understand what this is, what this isn't, and really reach some of the hard-to-count communities. So we still have a constitution. We do. <laughs> and this is in there. So it happens every 10 years. It's really important. To me, I kind of boil it down to um, power and money. So this, um, the results of this census, which is a count of everybody in the U.S., um, helps determine how you're represented at the federal level in Congress and also at the state level in the legislature. In 2010, Georgia picked up a congressional seat because the count was bigger than Ooh. in 2000. So that's a big deal. And also money. Every um, the decisions about federal dollars, how much money the federal government will bring trickle down to the county, the state, the city level. It um, impacts your schools, transportation, healthcare, libraries. It's really important. So, and not only is it important, but it's mandated. It is the law that we are all to participate. How can the people help? <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> the Hi, people can, we... <laughs> can rise up and take part. Welcome to our very serious show. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. What, 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 what would I have to do to get started on uh, getting counted? 
Um, one filled in right call, now. No, you're gonna call Jennifer. <laughs> um, that's my first option. I can't option. fill it out for you though. That, that's so, against the law. Oh no, no. Actually, I think you can. <laughs> if well, if you if after three days of, t- of attempting to contact someone at an address, the enumerator, which is the census uh, taker. No, no, yeah, those are the federal workers. Okay, they begin contacting neighbors to request a proxy right. response. Let's get, let's get back to that. But that's, that's, that's really toward interesting. the end. Yes, yeah. that's yes. toward the end. That is a last-ditch effort. Right, right. Um, people have knocked on your door, harassed you, and you still have not filled it out, then your neighbor might be able to Justin's help. just looking for hacks. Any, yeah, anything yeah. he finds. I actually wrote down the word hack, but okay, <laughs> I did. <laughs> and the, uh, what's different from 2010 that we have to keep telling folks who did it in 2010 and participated is you won't get a form. And your first time, your first interaction with the federal census, what you're going to do is get a letter and it'll have a unique ID for every household. So on that day, between March 12th and March 20th, you'll get this letter. You can start going to the site where you can do the census. So we have a saying that it's 10 questions, 10 minutes equals 10 years of funding. And if you live by yourself, then it's really great because you got one minute, one question, one minute, and you can be done with it. Um, so yeah, that form took a while, I want to say. That last, was last the time. American Community Housing Survey. Oh, okay. Those are the ones that comes out every other year. Oh, okay. And But the census is only really 10 questions. It only asks who lives there, how they're related to you, and what's the demographics. Okay, so that's easy. So it's everybody easy. should do that. Everyone should do it, and it's safe because um, what the data you put on the census can't be used against you by your apartment um, managers, by your jobs, by your county, and there's a federal fine of $250,000 in jail time if it's accessed, so it's safe. And if you think about it, I was watching TV last night and thinking about those ads for like those where you, you know, those places that you go online and give you money for what you purchase. Mm. Think about all that information you're really giving out. Right, oh yeah. You're giving out way more information about your family than actually saying it's five of us who live there. Yeah. And we're all related or not related. And so there's been a lot of talk about, well, it's not safe, it's not that, but you use Facebook, you use Google, and you continually let a private company, mm-hmm. and you don't even know what they're going to use with your data. Right. But now we're saying we're asking the basic question of how many people are in this county, in this city. And that is it. There's no social security numbers they're asking for. So if anyone really? asking you for your social security number, it's not with the federal census. Okay. They won't ask you for money. They won't ask you your political party. They, um, I think it's really important about yes. the social security number. They will not ask that. They're asking, again, how many people are in your household. Um, they will ask for your telephone number yes. on the census. So that that is not a red flag. That Oop, is part of it. Big government right there. Yes. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> now, and buy this Groupon. But. Well, they're asking for your phone number for one reason. It's so if there's a weird count in the algorithm, in your community so all of a sudden because in 2010 we know the cap has exploded and we might have had data that showed that there was 300 people in a neighborhood and all of a sudden there's 3,000 they just want to go back and do some fact checking but when they call you they're still not going to ask you for your social security number or your um your bank account number so it's going to be very rare the number of calls that will be given. So the census are not going to be the first ones and call you and say, "Hey, let's fill out the census together." No. Mm-hmm. But this year you do have the option to call the census. If you don't want to do it online, you can call them up and take the census 
and do your census. And they have, they're going to have 13 different languages available. Oh, I only need one. And that's the case for most people. Yeah. So yeah. you can choose your language. You can choose your language, even if it's only one. <laughs> I hope it's the first one listed. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll make sure trouble. I'm going to add that on the website. <laughs> it begins with Korean. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I like to explain that kind of the census comes out in waves. So you'll get yes. this invitation to respond in the mail. I hope um, it looks fancy. It will not be fancy. No, it's it really, not. it's bare bones. But like you want that from the federal invited. government. No, no, no. They didn't fancy it up. Um, so you'll get this postcard or letter. It's an invitation. It will have your code for the household, uh, whether it's a um, mobile home, apartment, um, a, a single family home. And you at that point can literally go right onto the website and start filling it out then and you're done. Now you'll get uh, several reminders. If you don't do it right away, you'll get reminders in the mail. You'll eventually actually get a paper copy in the mail if you fail to respond by like mid April. Mm -hmm. And then starting in May, if you have not responded, they will send federal Census workers, paid workers, they're still hiring now. Thugs. To your door. Not thugs. Very uh, agreeable very nice and pleasant people. and professional Knee doesn't people. seem like a thug. They, and those are called what? Those are called enumerators. enumerators. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, That's your vocabulary uh, yeah. question for the day. And, um, and they will be pretty persistent. I mean, they will, because it's so important. They're not going to come knock once. You don't answer. They're, they're That's done. That's it. Only two times, though. Is it two times? Yes. Yeah. Okay. If you're not around two times, you won't count. Well, but won't they also possibly go to your neighbor? They will and ask your neighbor, do anyone live over there? <laughs> yeah. So Well, that makes sense because it could be an empty house. That's right. right? Yes. Yeah. And again, all of this can be avoided. Your neighbor's like, stop shaking that mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> yes, leave us alone. All of this can be avoided by just going online and filling it out, calling the um, number, the toll-free number, filling it out, or, or filling out the paper ballot. So you can avoid how – because I think in today's day and age – uh, we're not used to people knocking on the door. And so it's something that we all sort of want to avoid. And it's really easy to avoid that in this case. You don't want to see an enumerator at your house. <laughs> no. They look you know like stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> and they will actually, they'll have very special badges. They'll have all the paperwork needed to prove they are legitimate. Because that's a big concern, that there will be inevitably scams related to the census. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, that's why you, the more you know, the better about your social security number and about things that you that aren't legit, red flags. Another question that um, that has come up is um, citizenship. They will not ask a citizenship question on the census. So you're not going to get deported. No, yeah. uh, it, none of the information not is shared from the with census data. Right. Okay. <laughs> that information is not shared with any other federal agency. Yeah. It's not shared with uh, that's law what I've enforcement. seen come up the most. I feel right. like that's what people are actually scared of. Right, and that's a big barrier to getting 100%. We mm -hmm. had 75% participation in Dunwoody in 2010, 72% That's crazy across. low. I would have thought Dunwoody would have been yeah. right there at the top. And 72% overall for DeKalb County. Yeah. And just think, that's 25, 28% of federal dollars that are not trickling down to our communities. Over yeah. $300 million annually. So if you think about that $300 million for the past 10 years in DeKalb, we could have had new parks. Our taxes would have went our property tax money would have went further because it wouldn't have been towards transportation, um, sewer issues. We'd been able to fix better, um, just more programs, resources for our kids for after-school programs, um, human services. I mean, like all the senior centers in DeKalb County, a large proportion of that money is contributed by the federal dollars. 
Um, so those are things that we know that getting counted matters. Mm. I mean, it affects everything we do. I mean, and it's your federal dollars. You sent the tax money up. You should want it all to come back down. Right. Yeah, you're so I have 10 kids, right? Yep. Do you think they'll believe you that oh, you have five? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. How do you know that I'm not lying about the number of kids I have? Um, there's some algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. Well, I mean, lying on the census is it's, uh, a oh. crime. Yeah, that's true. There, I don't think anybody's going to come lock you up for that, Justin, but you never know. Hmm. I'm going to try to read where it says that this is a crime to lie. So, but let's talk about children because... <laughs> let's move on. This is the most I've ever seen you get into a show. Yeah. You have more notes. I love that. Than, well, I'm a data guy. I, Normally I, I, he just yeah. goes in blind. Like, yeah. I know who we're talking to and what questions we're going to ask and he's just... And so let's let Justin, because he's over here actually filling out a mock right. census form. So what are what are you, what are they asking? Well, you? so question one: How many people are living or staying in this house, apartment, or mobile home? Matt, you're a realtor. Does that sound like the only three types of uh, <laughs> housing? Yeah. Like, is there anything else? Kind of covers it. Mansion, yeah, probably. Yeah. I guess a mansion counts as a home. Living on the streets. What's maybe? a guard shack count as? <laughs> Because you know my kids all think that the lifeguards live in the guard shack. Do they really? <laughs> yeah, they do. That's oh, they don't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's no lifeguard-related questions. All right, but uh, were there any additional people staying here on on April 1st, whatever that year is, uh, that, do not, that you do not include in question one? Now, what would those be? Oh, adult children, right? Yeah. Okay. And we can get into, you want, you want to talk about adult children for a second? Th- those are the ones, those are the ones I wrote down <laughs> as life hackers. <laughs> so if you, if your child, this is a, this is a good question. If your child is in college, oh. um, what do you do? So uh, Bernita, correct me if I'm wrong, but if they are in a dorm, then the dorm will count uh, everybody. Yeah. The college will count that per- that everyone that lives on their grounds. So on-campus housing oh, yeah, is right. counted by the dorm or um, the the overseer of that building. But if they're in Athens in a, an apartment, then they will get their own census form and they will fill that out and they will count there. They will no longer count in your house if they're in college, um, as long as they aren't um, living in your home while yes. attending college. So if they're just commuting, then they will be counted in your house. But if they have a different place where they live most of the year, um, then they will count there. And then mm. children, young children often get undercounted because This does of, get confusing. It does. Yeah, yeah. It does. Um, young children, Young children sorry, often get undercounted because, often because of custodial s- situations, w- which parent counts them. Right. And they're supposed to be counted in the residence where they live most of the time, or if that's completely 50-50, then they'll count where they wake up on April 1st, because April 1st, 2020 is technically census day, even though you can start filling it out in March when you get your invitation. So if you also have a foster child, you need to count the foster child. The system won't count that child. Oh, that's good to know. And a lot of people are fostering for a full adoption. Count the children that you have in your household, all of them. So really it needs to say... Adult children with no jobs. Well, no, no. It needs, it needs to say where did you wake up April first? Yeah. Yes, how many people? That could here? be the only question. Yeah, how many it really could be. House yeah, on April first. April first. If you had a big party on May thirty first, no, May is after April. <laughs> what is no, really, like the best way to think is where do you live most of the time? So if you have a cabin house, you're not going to count there. You're going to count in the house where you live most of the time. But if it's if it's one of those iffy situations, then April 1st is, is your day. And let's talk about um, our our parents or grandparents. If they live in a nursing home, the nursing home will count them. If they live in assisted living where they have their own address, yes. almost like an apartment, then they will each fill out their own form. 
So you get into sort of these. Yeah, you just have to be details. like if you receive the postcard with the unique ID, then do the form. Okay. So if you are have a roommate situation, a lot of folks have roommate situations now. That household will get only one card. So one person decides that they're going to be head of household. And then other people, they list everyone else, but they say not related. Okay. Are you the head of your household? I think so. I'm not. Yeah. I have to ask a lot of uh, permission of the <laughs> somebody else in that house. But <laughs> but it probably is smart to coordinate it, right? If you yeah. are, are, you know, if you do have roommates or when you're or married. Talk to your ex-wife. To f- yeah. Figure out who's going to do it for your for your household. Right. No, like, if, you're, if you have an ex-wife, she has to do it for her household. Yeah. And you have to do it for your household. But unless y'all live in the same household, unless y'all have well, a kind of yeah. divorce, unless you have a kind divorce, <laughs> you're getting separated. <laughs> but like you need to talk to your hu- your husband or wife about who's gonna who's gonna do it. You pointed at Matt when you said husband. Well, I'm gonna do it. From <laughs> Sasha won't fill it out. Okay, I'm kind of excited. I'm I'm ready to 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 get going with this. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I'm looking forward to the postcard. Yeah. Or the you know the formal invitation. I can't believe that only 75 percent have done with it. I'm gonna go back to that. Now? Yeah. <laughs> so what is it like nationally? Is it about that nationally? Ooh, we need to beat the statistics here. We're used to yeah, winning here. Number, and yeah, that's true. Number. I'll find it for you. Um, while Bernita's looking that up, I also learned um, in preparing for this podcast because I like to be prepared for you too. Um, <laughs> that the social media uh, sites are taking a more active and aggressive role than I would have expected tisk, tisk. Um, in rumor control. So Facebook actually has this oh. policy that Facebook they, is doing good. They are going, they are going to um, uh, delete or block uh, posts that are filled with misinformation or ones that discourage people from taking part in the census. So taking sort of a more active role than I would have expected. That's why they took my post down. Because mm, you said only voters count. Yep. I Seriously? Did. No. Did you say, did you? <laughs> oh, wow. So you yeah. can prepare for the show, but you yeah. can't prepare yeah. for us. No, no, no. no that, was a, that was a good post. You said apartment people don't count. No, I did not. You didn't say that? I saw. They would take that down you so said, fast. You didn't see it because they took it down. <laughs> you said babies don't count. Babies don't count. <laughs> Like, yeah, literally, if you are, you have your baby on March 29th, that baby counts April 1. It better count. It better count. Count that baby. We need that baby. We need it for prenatal care. So if you think about, like, so children under five is the most historically undercounted. Uh, Every census. So if you don't count them when they're five, the next time you you get to count them is when they're 15. We have just lost that entire 10 years of resources, which folks always talking about the pipeline and why children veer off. Well, we don't have, we haven't had the money and the resources to help them. For 10 years, there's no af- enough after school care. There's not enough um, lunch programs. There's not enough health. There's not enough mental health funds. So that's why it's like really important. Even if you don't have children on five, you know other folks do. Mm-hmm. And it's just make sure that, hey, did you count everyone in your household? Kind of thing. Uh, I say we just round up a little bit. So if you are pregnant, you just say, wink, wink. Sure, there'll be a baby. I mean, right? And if you have a uh, house in Big Canoe, DeKalb needs the money more <laughs> than whatever county that's in. Well, yeah, exactly. And you're generally going to count where you are most of the time. So hopefully they're here more than more than there. Well, it should know based on your identification thing that you get in the mail that it's going to a DeKalb. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Although if you get one in North Dakota, you feel free to send it to us. <laughs> well, I guess that doesn't make any sense because no, I'll track it back. So. I'll fill it out anyway. It's all about the hacks. 
<laughs> um, you know, I think the key is motivating people and also dispelling myths. And um, Bernita had uh, her committee and um, has done a lot of research on messaging. Yes. And Bernita, I have these these messages that makes they make more sense for you to read there. But it it talks about you know how important it is for schools and for for um, healthcare that it's that it's not just a government obligation that it really does impact our lives in so many ways yes oh i found the number about georgia participation oh, here rate we go. yeah what is it oh lower than 74 <laughs> yeah yeah 69 percent yes. awesome oh. dunley wins again <laughs> but it was the same in 2000 uh georgia no. didn't go up in between 2000 and 2010 yeah how, what is the uh, how much What's the difference between 10 years ago and today? This podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Population-wise? Yeah, population-wise. And Dunwoody or? Just in general, over the U.S. Oh, a whole lot more people. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's probably a stupid question. You (laughs) idiot. Just because I'm not quick enough to get to the keyboard. Oh, it's a whole lot more people. A whole lot more people. A whole lot more people. uh, 2%. This this is the first time we've ever been able to do it online, which hopefully will make a big difference with participation. Regarding that point, for the folks who don't have online at home, the Which Cap- is nobody, so it's as good. Well, the Cap County is making it available at the senior centers, rec centers, libraries, and some government buildings like the watershed department, um, the water department. You can do that. So we're trying to. There's a lot of people who may seem like they have smartphones, but if you don't have the minutes available, I mean, do you go and just say, "Oh, I'm going to buy extra minutes for the census"? Yeah, not really. Um, so we just want to make sure it's available for everyone to go in and do. I wonder if Sheriff Melody Maddox counts everybody at the DeKalb yes. jail. She does? Yes. yes, she has to. They well, get I don't a know special if she link. She physically does it, but well, no, the jail she should. One. <laughs> She's yeah. the sheriff. She, yeah, she should. You know, they fun. get a special link from the federal census, and then they'll count everyone that's in the jail on April 1. <laughs> that's great. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, just like a dorm Vote or a senior center. Yeah, yeah it is. Just like a dorm. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they need those funds. Yeah, yeah. So as a demographer, when I'm doing work and in other cities, I'll be like, "Wow, there's a whole lot of people living in that one area." And then a community person was like, "That's because it's the jail." And I'm like, "Oh," <laughs> or it's like an army base. And then you gotta like, okay, those don't count in my full like master plan or something like that. So yeah. yeah. Or you see areas where no one is counted, and that's because it's a park or yeah. an airport or, or something. Or an airport. Yeah. And then they'll come up as like, we were looking at Brookhaven and it was like a hard to count area because there was not a lot of people there, but they knew it was a census block group. And so it came up and then the mayor was like, that's an airstrip. Okay. (laughs) Well, see, this is why we interact with communities so we can understand where we shouldn't be, where we should be, you know, what growth has happened in a community that you can't really tell from a map. You just know that's an area I need to get into. So yeah. What is the census block group? Okay, so the do census. Do people do that? Yeah. Okay, so the census is defined. They have a couple of geographies. There's a block, which is a small bit, maybe like a two. Let's say your two uh, subdivisions. So that's like a census block. Oh, okay. And then it moves up. They sum that up into a block group. Then it's a little larger. Then there's a census tract. I thought they were trying to block you from counting. No, no. Then oh. No, it's a geography. It's a okay. geographical reference. Right. So then there's a census tract. So do you, when you, do you run into any a lot of anti-census people? Is does that exist? Um, they haven't formed a group yet. Yeah. But individually, there are. 
There are people spewing misinformation. Yes, lots of misinformation about the census and why people shouldn't do it. Because it's Big Brother watching you. Oh, it's not going <laughs> to give us the resources we need. We don't really need those federal tax dollars. Um, the earth yeah. is flat. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to get the resources just because we're X group or we're Y group. Yeah. And the county's never going to do anything in our neighborhood. And they only do things in one side. Yeah, there's a lot of misinformation. And then a lot of people, like I said, get stuck with what happened in 2010. Like, they literally think someone's going to knock on their door and sit down in their living room. We, there's no money to do that anymore. Right. Their federal census budget was drastically cut. So, like, only 5% of the entire country is getting someone immediately to knock on the door. And that's all in rural areas. Yeah. So... We have to try to get out as many, you know, and it shows like this where we can talk about the myths that's going on about the census. And it's people like Jennifer that are trusted voices in the community that's going out and saying, no, that's not how it really works. And no, DeKalb County can't use your data for your neighborhood and punish your neighborhood. You know, but... Yeah, it would be nice to be able to punish one mm -hmm. single neighborhood, but... Well, you know what's interesting too is they'll, as it starts and goes on, um, there is technology yes. uh, available to us to go um, and see what, not not specific addresses or, or names, but what areas are not responding. Mm -hmm. And what's really helpful is that we can then very narrowly, um, you know. Stormtrooper. Uh, send the police out there. Some yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> oh, you didn't um, respond. Just, How about you respond now? Just Crap. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 just kindly visit those areas with big smiles and warm faces and encourage them to to respond but but and maybe there's a language barrier we'll have to figure that out but um we're working with corners outreach which is a really great nonprofit um with dunwoody ties strong ties and the refugee women's network those are two groups that dunwoody is partnering with and bernita your list we're of partners with is long. latino community fund and uh CPAC's the Center for Pan-Agent Services, Community Service, and then New American Pathways. So as a county, we knew we needed to find trusted voices. We're, you know, we may have language skills, or we're just not a trusted voice. It is the county. Um, so let's partner with those who have been in a community who know communities. So that's what we've been doing. And Jennifer knows our community pretty well, too. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's why we partner with Jennifer. Yeah. It's great. It's it's a role. I mean, we take and leadership. Other cities. Yeah, it's been. We've all gone through training, and um, we continue to learn new information about the census. But it's. Um, I'm a little obsessed with it right now, and I find it really fascinating. So I'm grateful to y'all for letting us um, do, be your guests and to yeah. help get the word out. Yeah. Do we have a trusted like German Irish person in the community <laughs> that can get all these? Irish people out there to, to just fill it in. You know, they're not going to get deported. Is that yeah, what we're no, worried about? I don't have about? anyone identified yet, but oh. we're, we're yeah. open to it. Could be me. I'll, could, I'll do it. Yeah. You could be that guy. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, Mr. Von Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> no storm, but you got to cut out the stormtrooper stuff. Yeah, oh. that's true. Uh, free shots for anybody that fills in this. <laughs> well, and you know, in 10 years, Fireball. we have a whole new generation that's doing this for the first time. Okay. And so millennials will be a, a, a big area of concern. Um, there will be a lot of skepticism, and so we really um, need to reach out to that group as well and let them know it's okay, let them know it's important, and um, and hopefully they'll fill out their senses. That goes back to the language you were talking about. 
what's our message, key message mm-hmm. points in the cab. And one of them is like, you get to decide on how the federal dollars are spent because you're being counted. Mm-hmm. And everyone is to get counted. It's not, the federal census pushes a message of civic duty. That just is not a very moving message. Right. Um, so we're all what about- What can you do for me? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, or what can I do to help help shape my future? Mm-hmm. Um, help shape my community. What's going to help my community? What does it even do? So it's like healthcare, it's schools, it's parks, it's libraries, things that everyone could use. And that's the message we just keep repeating over and over. These are what the federal dollars, this is what the census is for. And it's basically a count. There is nothing more. Like someone on next door was like, oh, you know, people are going to try to hide. And I said, hide? There's nothing to hide. It's just a count. Right. We're, you know, it's not asking you for every information. That's the American Community Survey. I'm going to let them deal with that one. Yeah. I'm just working on getting the count. So there's really nothing to hide. And they're like, well, people wrote, they have three people on their lease, but 20 people live there. Census doesn't care. It could be one to 50. You just write them on there. You can add extra pages. Mm-hmm. And the landlord will never know. Landlord will never, never know. Access to it. Landlord does not have access to it at all. So what about Google Fiber? Because if you're 28 years old, you're living at home playing Fortnite every night <laughs> with your parents. Like that's Google Fiber already knew that. They knew that already. Okay, all right. They, they figured, already knew that. Yeah, they that's that why you keep getting those ads on your phone because <laughs> they're also geofencing you specifically because they know you're downloading stuff. So but, so maybe it's not Google Fiber. Maybe it's like uh, USA Fiber. You know. Get the get the government in here. Give us some faster internet. And it would be reason. yeah, right. Okay, so rural broadband. We're always talking about we go. need better broadband. Well, they won't know unless there's a count. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why you need to do this. Yeah, exactly. Like so that. you like good message. So you're like, oh well, our streets need to be improved. Nope. Well, we will apply for a federal grant for that, but what they're going to look at is to see what the census numbers were. So if it shows only 50 people in that neighborhood and we know it's 3,000, they're going to be like, nah, you don't have enough people. And federal government's not really good with anecdotal data. They like hard, concrete numbers. And the only way they can get hard, concrete numbers is through the census. So, and another thing, like businesses, every business has to use the census data in order to receive a loan. Mm. So if you want better businesses in your community, then show that you have more people in your community that's in need. Like I would, if I was a business owner and I wanted to do a daycare center, I'm not going to place it in a place where the majority is 65 and over. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose the areas where there's a large portion of children. So Dunwoody, if you want chef-driven restaurants, right. <laughs> make sure you're counting. Yeah, Love that. It you got to show mm-hmm. there's more 35 to 55 people that live in Dunwoody, and mm-hmm. it's not just seniors that live in Dunwoody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a business owner can't go out and count everybody in that mm-hmm. community. They use census data. Federal home loan data comes from that's how they set the federal home loan data is because of census data. So after, you know, it will they will keep doing as doing for sick you're gonna come by your house twice and if you're not there then you're not gonna get counted. But because we'll have tools this year, we'll be able to start tracking after April one, like literally know where our low response areas are. I'm filling it in April one. Well, you could do it, it before. What? Oh, I can't. Yeah, I'm going to wait until the last day and then fill it in. No. <laughs> oh, I see. As soon Between as you March, get that in the yeah. mail, yeah. Okay, all right. You can go right online then. Yeah, we're trying to not do everyone on April 1. You remember what the ACA was, right? How that exploded because everyone did it on one day. Oh, really? Yeah, so they're trying to like, okay, you get it now, you get it now. Okay, everyone does 
don't wear tape for one. Yeah. And don't blow up the machine. <laughs> we only got one server. <laughs> and you know, for those people who, because there are communities that don't have ready access to the internet, mm-hmm. so they can use, they can call in. Um, we are also going to provide um, uh, extra computers at the library on April 1st. We'll be there um, with our city committee uh, helping people uh, provide I- iPads for those who want to fill, fill it in, who don't have access. And the library throughout the process will have computers yes. available. Library is running a very robust program um, and getting um, allowing the folks to just come into the library and do it. And they'll have a terminal there. They'll have people being able to translate there. So I think we're going to do a good job of reaching the audience we need, which is every citizen. Yeah. We just need the citizens to advocate for their own communities by being counted. Well, let's so, do it. All right. Advocate for your community yep. by yeah. doing the census. Yeah, yeah. Just go do it. All right, well, thanks for coming on. Thank you yeah, both very much. Yeah, this is great. Thank you. Thanks for being here.